Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show, episode 261. It's Monday, October 12th, 2020. Everybody, welcome back to the Boop Show. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway, who's dancing with a little Link feller there. Hold yeah, on. this is the Link. This is the. the let me think. Me Hold on. From... Let me think. This is the one from the new game, uh, the new remake of the old Game Boy game. This is Link's Awakening. Correct, Link's okay. Awakening. Congratulations to me in the chat room, uh, who many have helped me play this game every Thursday night for this last, uh, I don't know, six months or so. It seems like maybe six months, probably not that long. Jeez. Uh, but I finally finally completed it, an hour and a half sessions at a time. Wow, that's a long time to play, uh, to play that one game. That's pretty impressive. It is. We, I, you know, I'm not a... Every time I would play, since I was only playing an hour and a half at a time, every time I'd play, I'd be like, take at least 30 minutes and me figure out what the freak I was doing the time before. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Where am that, I at? Like, in this dungeon. Yeah, what am I doing right now? This happens to me with games I only do once a week or like D&D sessions. I forget mm-hmm. everything. And then we start it and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Oh, yeah, right. We were every day. I hate that. But it was bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah, bittersweet. Bittersweet. Sometimes you want bittersweet. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just want sweet. Sometimes you want no. Nobody wants bitter. No, nobody wants bitter. No, maybe sour. Bitter, bitter mm-hmm. is not better. Maybe. Hey, look maybe at this. Uh, a couple of quick things here at the top of the show. Uh, I finally took a plunge that I didn't expect to take because a bunch of people would try to convince me that hey, when you're not playing WoW, because you know there's a little bit of a lull right now. Although tomorrow the pre-patch hits, so there's something to do in WoW tomorrow. But you know, in my Warcraft playing time has been pretty minimal since. Mm, middle of last year well oh. no i've been playing i play a lot when new expansions come out and try to do as much as i can but this last expansion was kind of just just kind of a bummer and yeah. uh so everybody's like well dude 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 you got to play final <laughs> fantasy 14 it's amazing now final fantasy final fantasy get in there and play blah, blah, blah. and uh so i did and i think i get it i think i get it oh. uh by that i mean i think i get the appeal it took a little bit though and i promised myself and others who had challenged me to try it that I would take it or that I would give it, give it some time. I would give it some time to get into my blood because at first you're sort of presented with a lot of sort of Japanese final fantasy isms, right? (laughs) That are fine. Especially if you're a long-term fan of the series, (laughs) some of those things are going to be, you know, normal to you. Those stupid, I don't know what they're called, not chocobos, but the floating little white bunny dudes with the ball on their head. What are they called? Right. What you call them? What you, you call them? Bluedos? I don't know. They're weird. But anyway, it's there's there's things like that. Moogles says the chat or Moogles. <laughs> Moogles, of course. Yeah, I know. And they all go, "Eh, what are you doing?" Eh? Like just super <laughs> gray stuff like that. <laughs> I knew that going in, but I, you know, I didn't know what how much or whatever. But what I'm finding for the most part is a really fun gameplay loop. Uh a lot of 
the best ideas from games like Warcraft and others are there as far as the systems go, at least in the Realm Reborn version of this game. When it launched, oh, yeah, it was yeah. a big problem. They shut it down and started over. Um, and uh, a lot of people, this is like their main MMO now. And so I'm starting to feel why. I think I get it. So I'm going to keep at it. I'm not going to talk a ton on the show about it, but I'm going to keep poking at it. Well, what, what do you mean not on time to this show? Are we going to we're going to start a new podcast, Final yeah, Fantasy new, 14? New Final Fantasy 14 is called Chocobo's Chocobo the the Chocobo Hole with <laughs> me and Brian Dunaway talking about Chocobos and what and the holes. Just they a, about just a couple of Moogles. Yeah, a couple of Moogles. This week on Monday, yeah, just a couple of Moogles here. Moogle on, cast, uh, Moogle cast. Right there, you go. Not to we be got confused it. with Muggle cast, which is all uh, Harry Potter bullshit. But anyway, yeah, tune in. It's uh, it's fine. So far, it seems actually pretty good. I'm drawn. Mm. I'm drawn in. And uh, despite some of the you know tropes that I knew I was going to get, and they do rub me wrong sometimes, uh, it's not so bad. And also, I hear as you progress in the game, like the newer expansions are just amazing. They've cut way down on grinding. So, so there's stuff I got to get through first to get to the real meat of the cheese here. But I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll Scott, let you know what you I had mean. me a little concerned about your cheese eating. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cheese eating that I've got to cut. Well, down you on. said you got to the meat of the cheese. Yeah, the meat of the That's cheese. That's an odd statement, my friend. No, if you open, you're telling me your cheese isn't just an outer layer of cheese and inside is meat. Is that what you're saying to me? That you don't have meat I in your I am telling cheese? you that is correct. <laughs> we have the opposite. Okay. We have cheese in the meat. Oh, you have meat with cheese in the middle. That's right, right, oh. right, right, right. Oh. Well, I do. You ever have any, you ever had any pimento loaf? Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> Do not like it. <laughs> and you're right. That's cheese in the middle. How did, you, how did you put pimentos <laughs> in my loaf? That's gross. It is gross. It Good doesn't belong that. in there. Anyway, it's very cool. I recommend it. Check it out. Also, a lot of Hades. My thumbs hurt. I've been playing a lot of Hades. Oh, oh hell. Hades is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, hell. That's, a, that's on Epic Game Store, right? That's the... Uh, that's. I, it's everywhere now. You can get it on okay. Steam. And, oh, so they finally got on the, on the uh, Steam because I was going to get it... Oh, and I yeah. think when you had it, I think it was just this on is Epic all any one of my gaming circles is talking about, except for you. I'm a little surprised. I kind of thought you'd know really? uh, you'd be all into it by now. But yeah, it's uh, Hades. Dude, is when you hear what I played this week, you'll know what kind of dark hole I've been in lately. <laughs> oh, no. Dark hole incoming, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I spent a ton of time dark in there hole. and uh, it might be the best game of the year. It's so good. Oh, and it's so replayable, replayable, so repeatable. There's just just a real piece of work in this game. And it's on Switch, it's on Steam, it's on Epic, it's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox, it's on video games, okay? So if you play video games, chances are you have a platform that will play Hades, is my thinking. Is it Now, is it Hades or Hades? Hades. It's All definitely right. not I'll Hades. I'll take your word for it. Hades. <laughs> Look, it's Hades. What is, that? what is this Hades game you're playing? How weird. Can't be... That E is supposed to elongate the A and then disappear. Everybody knows that. Well, that's, that's like how that works. It's like spades, Hades. Yeah, it's supposed to hate, Hades. Hey, Jude. Um, you hey. started messing around with uh, Man of Madon, which is that something we're going to hear about in the future maybe? Maybe something you'll review in an upcoming? It is. I just wanted to mention it real quick before we get going. Uh, Man of Madon is, a, is part of an anthology of, of horror games that is – uh, on the Xbox Game Pass, and I just saw it yesterday, and it is. Um, ah, it's, for- ah, it's a scary game. Ah! Yeah, I played it for a couple of hours, and I actually liked it. It was all storytelling. Yeah. Uh, making you know little decisions here and there, and whether or not you'll lose your characters or if they'll survive. And so far, I've been very impressed. It's got kind of like a, a 
a crypt keeper kind of guy who's not really a crypt keeper. He's more like a, a British guy. Oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like just like some kind of like kind of you know, still real straight guy there, just British guy in, in a, a library. S- a straight British guy. Yeah. 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 But it's pretty cool. What do you do when you don't have a crypt keeper? You get a straight British guy to take over. You get a straight British guy. He just kind of, he's very dry. He's a very dry guy. You know, he's a, uh, He's entertaining. I kind of enjoyed it so far. I, I like the, the characters are all 20 somethings, yeah. which fits right in with this horror kind of motif thing that, that that's going on. Oh, so. yeah, because they're the ones that are getting in trouble and trying to escape and everything. That's what you Yeah, because they're always there. They, they're, they're spending too much time thinking about the get, hooking up and not enough time thinking about danger. Yep. They're danger. all trying to do it in the cabin, but. Right. This is on a boat, actually. Oh, well, boat, cabin, house, tent, cabin, boat, cabin, boat, whatever. They all let you do it. <laughs> they all let you do it. Uh, well, that and a lot more to talk about today. Let's get into the games we're reviewing this week. I mean, I guess we're not reviewing them, but you know, in our own well, way. Well, no, we we're talking about them. We, I, I always look at this as a, a time for me to try to convince you to play something, and you to try to convince me to play something. Yeah, that's how I look. I at look it, it's but, a great know. way to look at it. Well, we're going to start yeah. today with a game that really caught me by surprise, and I am so glad that I both heard about it previous to its release and then picked it up after it came out. It's a game called The Solitaire Conspiracy. Okay, and this title has me interested right away. It should. Um, now, visually, it is really cool. So, all right, let me get this out of the way early. Is there solitaire involved or some form of it? Yes, 100%. The card game, right? Yeah, 100% there is solitaire involved, involved and cards are involved and that sort of thing. Is it a multiplayer game? No, single player all the way. Although there is something in the, when you clear to a certain level, I think there might be something. I forget that something unlocks. I don't think it's, I don't think it's much multiplayer. It might be co-op, but. Well, I I would, I would, you know, solitaire game. I mean, it's the very definition of it is to play solitaire. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. The conspiracy is that two people are playing. (laughs) Oh, the conspiracy. Oh, (laughs) what now? What makes this game unique is I think, first of all, their focus on both story and, um, what the suit cards do. So, hmm. so imagine this. Oh yeah. And you'll see here are some FMV. There's some full motion video storytelling in between. And oh, it's, it's uh, what's his name? Um, game influencer used to work at uh, joystick and then. Polygon, yeah. What was his face? Oh my his God. Name. I forgot his name. He has a name. Greg. He has a name. It's like Greg or Gary gone. <laughs> Gaxian goofball. I call him. I call him great hairline guy. How about that? He's got a good hairline. I'll give you that. Look at that uh, hairline. Well, they think it swoops right over. That is nice. Greg Miller. Jimmy? That's no. it. Greg Miller. Greg Miller. Yeah, yeah. Greg Miller. You may know him from such hits as I make videos on YouTube and I am in this game. Anyway, he uh, he tells this little story in between. He's sort of like giving you info on what's happening with this conspiracy. I'll be honest. It's the weakest part of the game, and I skip those scenes. I tried, but I don't no. find them interesting. They're not good story. It's okay. It's just kind of right. okay. Another one of these. Um, I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. So uh, past that, though, you you take these missions on, and these missions offer different experience points. So you can level up your dude and unlock new stuff, including backgrounds and and uh, new challenges and that sort of thing. The game's a little bit weird. It has a channel down the middle of four glowy card slots. And everything's very Tronish, you know, very hackery, right, right. cyberpunky look to now, everything. Now, is it four lanes or three lanes? I'm I would call that, well, not lanes. I'd call them just four, four slots, Rose. three lanes of cards. Because okay. you've got three oh, I vertical. See. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm looking vertical. I'm thinking vertical. You're thinking horizontal. Yeah, I would say, I'm thinking of MOBAs or something. But if you look right. at it as far as lanes go, yeah, three vertical lanes, 
on the left and right are just random cards stacked in different configurations. And in the middle are these glowy slots that you're supposed to start with an ace. So those are your ace slots, okay? Um, you're familiar, if you're familiar with solitaire, you know solitaire, that's kind of how right, it works. Right. Everything starts with an ace. However, it's where things start to differ. The suits have nothing to do with anything. It only has to do with the numbering when you're stacking them. So let's say you have a 10 of, not, and by the way, they're not hearts. They're not diamonds. They're not any of that. There's some other weird symbols that, that have to do with these corporations that are all sneaking around trying to take yeah. each other over. And you stack like if you have a 10, you can stack anything lower than a 10 on that 10. So you can go nine, eight, blah, 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 all the way down to nothing. Uh, you can't go up. There's no going up. It's only going down. Wait, hmm. do I have that right? Hold on. Let me make sure I have that right. Yeah. So it plays like solitaire. Yeah, I guess so. But there was some confusion by some players I read in the reviews. They're like, this isn't like normal solitaire where you go the other direction. I'm like, I think maybe you played the wrong solitaire. Because to me, it felt normal. But right, right. there's no going up and down. It's just one direction. One direction. Like, great, great like band. the band. Like the band. Right. Uh, are they even a band now? Aren't they broken up? What are they doing? <laughs> They're just sitting around. <laughs> Playing with their they have no direction. Are you saying they're lost now? I'm saying they're zero they, direction. They had one direction, now they have none. They have no direction kind of anymore, and it's really it's, bum, it's really bumming me out. Those guys. Anyway, I never liked them. Doesn't matter. So here's the point. What's the point? The what? point is, you're you just know, gonna drop that and run away. Yeah, All I'm right. just gonna drop that bomb and then run that up the hate hill. bomb. Just, gonna have I'm to out. just deal with it. So here's where it gets interesting. The face cards, like Jack through King. They have these people on them, and they're great. The artwork is amazing. I can't remember this girl's name, uh, but he there's uh, the the the, uh, the woman who did the art in the game is really good. The art is amazing, just really great stuff thematically, and just looks great. Um, are they these, are they kind of like uh, they they look military? Is is it, is it different factions? What do we have here? I'm some are spies. Some look suits. like uh, high high like that lady that just flashed was like high oh. society lady. Uh, there's another okay. one there that just looks like somebody's boss. Um, so the suits are like uh, represent the corporations, which could be like the uppity ups versus the the I, cyber I hacker, military the type, military cyber tech type, kind sure. of people. Exactly. Okay. And there's okay. there's multiple kinds. You can only ever have four at play in one game. Uh, you start the game slow, so you only have one. Then you have two. Then you have three, and then up to four. When you get to four, things get real difficult. <laughs> And, I, and not in a bad way. Like, it's a really good challenge, but in a way that I really like. So so here's the thing. Those, uh, uh, sorry, those face cards, or the, uh, the the suit cards, like the, you know, king, Hater, queen, yeah, high Jack. society versus hackers versus. Right. Those have powers. Now, the rest of the suits in those groups, they don't do anything other than stack or go to the middle when their time is up, right? Mm. But anything with a face on it, they have abilities. And if you're with a certain uh, group, let's say one, I don't know which, I can't think of any groups off the top of my head, but one of the groups. No, well, the high society is one. Hackers, right? Sure, and whoever. Legacy. It doesn't even matter. Whoever you take, you take that lady, and let's say their corporation's ability is no matter where you stick that card, whatever stack you put it on, it will mm-hmm. explode the stack she gets put on, and those cards get distributed everywhere else but there except her. She gets left. But let's say if there are eight other cards there, they go blah, and they go to all other places just kind of randomly. And sometimes that's a good move because you're like, I really need to get that two out from under this stack that's getting too big. Right. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. And so you hit that, explodes the deck, and then you might get lucky, and the two will show up closer 
to the front of a deck than in the back of a deck. Or you may screw yourself and put it way in the back. So sometimes you don't know. Um, What's convincing me to do this instead of just firing up Windows Solitaire? Oh, 100%, a thousand things. This looks better is a totally different (laughs) challenge. It's not the same game. Right, right, right. uh, Really challenging. All the abilities that the different suits have are super interesting. Like I said, when you go to four of these, you have four in play. It gets bonkers, dude. It gets crazy. And some stuff, like you'll be in the middle of this thing and you've just kind of done something dumb and you have to play a card that will explode a deck that you don't want exploded, but you don't have a choice because you've run out of moves or whatever. Um, I've yet to have a game where it says, you're out of moves. I don't think that actually can happen because there's there's just so many places you can put everything. And I can literally take like, you know, that eight she just stuck over there on that. Oh, you know what it is? Yeah, it is going down. So you're right. It's going from top number to, to low number. So if I had a seven right now and a cup and a and and somewhere else had a ten, I can move that seven to to the ten so that whatever's under the seven I can now use. Um because well, they, the, the one you gotta have one selling point for me now on this game. You gotta tell me there's like smack talk going on. Like every time you lay a jack, it's, it's gotta say something smart, right? There's is no that, smack talk. It's just cool oh. music. The guy who did uh uh Mech Warrior, not Mech Warrior, uh, oh. Mech Assault. Mech, Mech, Mech Assault? Assault? Anyway, I can't remember the Paradox game that came out last year right. or two years ago. Oh, wow. So this sounds like it's got a lot of great uh, Great talent on it. it. Um, the team yeah. is by, hold on, uh, sorry, Bit Hell Games. or Bithel Bith- or Bith- Bit Hell? I think it's Bit Hell, but you could say Bithel. I have no idea. Right, right. Thomas uh, was alone. Thomas was alone with the game is the game that they made. Before, so if you're looking for some reference here, like, oh, what other games have they made? They made Thomas was alone. Right. They made some visual novel thing a while back, and now this is their next big thing. And they clearly have a bunch of friends in the business uh, where they can tap that stuff. Like, like I said, the music's amazing, the art's amazing. <laughs> they can tap that stuff. They can tap that. You know, they want to tap. Yeah, that. I got tap that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. I'll give you the description. It says we need your help, spy master. Join a world of near future spies and take on a super villain in this supercharged take on classic solitaire precision engineered for replayable espionage action action and i think it's rad as shit and I'm it looks it. cool so who's the super villain though i mean is it like the kingpin who's we don't know yet i don't know yet i'm we not far know. enough in it's to know who my villain is yeah it's a conspiracy and i'm trying to i'm trying to figure it out i'm chipping away at oh. uh at this thing and you can uh oh i have to look at greg miller again. you know as much as i like <laughs> what i'm seeing in this game yeah and i do like the art from an aesthetic standpoint but in some ways it reminds me of how excited i always get every time i see one of those hidden object games and it's like i see on the ipad i'm like oh that hidden object game looks really good and then i realize it's a hidden object game and i realize it's just going to be the most boring well hidden how, object do, you, game how ever. do you feel about a game like solitaire how do you feel about it generally speaking just like plain solitaire where's that man if i'm by myself there's nothing else to do i'm not playing solitaire <laughs> <laughs> I've been it's, 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 man. It's, it's, solitaire reminds me of desperate times. It, um, it's, uh, I get it. I, for me, not so much. To me, it's just like a timeless strategy right. game with some luck involved. Now, what's nice about this is there's way less luck. This is not an RNG game. Um, it's mostly about can I do this in less moves? And it and you yes. and you you can you know there's there's some motivation to do it in the least amount of moves possible, but. Um, there's something really satisfying about cracking it and going, Oh my gosh, I figured it out. I'm, I'm good. I, I did all the stacks. Boom. There's my three stacks, whatever, two stacks. 
this person still doesn't know how hard things are about to get. I can tell because they're only level <laughs> this five. This person's still happy. Yeah, they're still happy. <laughs> they had their the time, soul sucked out. By the time you get to four, you're really you're really kind of asking for it. Um, and there's lots. I'm really three, disappointed. So I, I, it's interesting to me that you took the. Uh, the story element out and said, I just want to get into the game mechanic and just, I, I'm, keep you know what? You may love the story. I don't know. I found it right. to be tedious. I, well, it feels like if you don't have the story, then you really don't have conspiracy. You just have solitaire. Yeah. You have solitaire with mechanics that solitaire definitely doesn't have though. Cause you can't, this no. like special card behavior stuff. This doesn't exist in yeah. solitaire. And also you're maybe not your card dick. Mine you're, <laughs> you're also starting out with, you know, a preset, bunch of lanes that you have to like disseminate and take apart and figure out how to get to a car that's like buried there that you didn't put there in the first place. Like there's right. just mechanically, there are some pretty big differences. I'm sure the story's probably fine. I just don't like how it's presented. It's basically just right. Greg Miller every 10 minutes going now you've done pretty well there. It seems pretty good to me. Hey, did you hear it? It's just like a lot of talking and it feels like I'm talking to a dude that works at Polygon. Like I'm, it feels like right. an IGN guy and not like, I guess would I would have preferred convincing that- I would have preferred like a spy, like an actor who's playing a spy. Right. Would have been more convincing if it was in VR. Oh, I don't know. No. 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 Like any performance, it needs to stand on its own. VR is not going to fix that. It's a, it's a, I understand why it's valuable that like, hey, Greg Miller did our thing. He's popular. People like that dude. And he's fine. I don't have anything against Greg Miller, but my problem to hear first, Scott hates Greg Miller. (laughs) All I'm saying is. (laughs) <laughs> we'll put that at the end of the show like you do with I hate steam. I don't like steam. I don't like Greg Miller. Um, I, I think he's fine. I just think it's a weird choice for your espionage story because the whole game is always very tense. The music's very. Right. And then he's stuff. very, he's very technical kind of, not you even know, technical. Fun. He just comes out and goes, all right, well, it seems like, you know what you're doing. Like, why are we interviewing Greg Miller today? What are we doing here? Like, let's have a, I want somebody in a suit going, We've got word from the inside that a bear ba dee I want I want more go. like that. And instead I just yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's not my it's not my favorite part. I really like how it plays though. I really like how it looks. It is a beautiful game, and I think worth the ten dollars I paid for it. Ten dollars. Now no. is this mobile a game? Is this gonna be a mobile no, game? No, but it'd be it perfect like on, on tablets, but it's not yet. If they right. put it on if they don't put it on tablets, I'll be shocked because it's very good for that sort of thing. I'm shocked we uh, <clears throat> available on Mac and PC. Uh, I got it on Steam. I don't think it's anywhere else yet, but uh, it's good. Enjoying good reviews and came out on the sixth, so it's brand new, pretty much. Came out this month, and it's like one or two people doing this, plus their friends, you know, like connected oh, friends. Yeah. So you should connected check it out. Friends. Currently on sale for nine fifty nine in dollars, U.S. dollars. Uh, that is down from twelve ninety nine's full price. They just have it on sale. So if you want right. to go pay a little less, under ten bucks. It's under ten bucks. Under ten bucks. So if you like a solo experience, there you go. Solitaire conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, and Lyle makes a good point. Like Greg has got a hell of a footprint on you know, gaming and influencing and all that stuff. He's a big deal that's maybe part of it because it just takes me out of it. I just feel like, oh, we stunt casted right. Okay, well, I'll sit here and listen to this for a minute. Like, I would much rather have it be either an unknown or even an actor I know, but I know they're in the acting business. Do you know what I mean? Not the influencer business. So this is a little bit like saying, like one of my favorite people in this whole world, an actual friend of mine, Felicia Day, I think the world of her, but every time somebody puts Felicia Day in a game, I go, oh, 
Not that she's not good. It's because I know what they're doing. They are stunt casting. And it's not her fault. Right. It's a gig, and I get it. Uh, right. It's the same with almost any of those kinds of things. Maybe it's only when it comes from our realm of right. YouTubers, streamers, podcasters, those people. And I would feel weird being that guy if I was put in there. I'd do it because it's a paying gig, but I would feel right, right, I, would, right. I know well, people would be sitting there going, ah, oh, that's that Scott Johnson. I'm sick of looking at him. That's terrible stunt casting. I get it. All right. And I wouldn't feel bad if you thought that. So I'm just, you know, hopefully I've made myself clear. Brian, let's let's move on and talk about your first game. Oh my God. Are you, called... are you still worried about that? He's not worried. Greg knows not. No, I'm not worried about, about Greg. About I, mean, I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't right, want. Right. I, I just don't need everybody to be. You know what I mean? Making drama where there is no drama. Yeah. And by the way, people, Save saying, llama. people saying this thing looks like a mobile game. Go watch YouTube video in like full 4K. It is beautifully done this is you not can't some make me watch youtube videos this is not some simple game graphically like they went all out on art direction and i think well I, you, awesome. you gotta get it i mean because unless it's a battle card game i mean i'm i'm usually like oh yeah this needs to be on mobile because i need to be able to play it while i'm just sitting somewhere actually you know what tondra ghost just made a great point he says i always get taken out of the song when i hear destroy them with lasers <laughs> some people may not know this let me ruin it for a few more of you <laughs> The song Destroy Them With Lasers by Knife Party. Right. That voice that says Destroy Them With Lasers is me. Now that you know that. Oh. Now that you know that, you're going to be annoyed and it's going to bug you every time you hear that song. You're going to be like, oh, it's Scott again. Stunt casting. That's what you're going to do. And it's okay. Yeah. I understand it. I but it's understand okay it. because I've already put the thumbs down on that song on my Spotify list. <laughs> It was fun doing it, though. That was, that was a good time. But that was a while back. That was like 2012 or something that happened. Anyway. Love uh, it. What are we doing Hey, now? you know what I played this week? Toho. I played loud Toho. So the Toho Luna Nights is on the Xbox Game Pass currently. Uh, just showed us Ugly Ahead about a week ago or so. Uh, as part of a series of what's called Toho Project, which is mostly bullet hell games that are uh, been scattered throughout now and Back to, I guess, the mid-2000s. Uh, but now we got Luna Knights, which is a Metroidvania type. Mm. That's right. It's time for us to take our anime and head on over to our Metroidvania. Take it to the we next level. Taking it to the next level. Now, you might think, Brian, why would you play anime games? You're not really big into that. Well, I'm trying, okay? I'm really, really trying. And this looked like a good place to jump in because you get to play as a maid to a, a vampire mistress who has sent you to, has summoned a ghost castle of sorts where you must explore in Metrovania, I mean, Metroidvania type style okay. where you're going places, backtracking, exploring because you're a maid and this is anime and you get all those accoutrements with the maid. Like She's the got her little the, French maid outfit. The graphics are nice. The graphics are very nice. I love yeah. the graphics. I actually love the graphics. That's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so look yeah, at her all skimpied out and her little skimpy skimps. Yep. Yeah, you know, you, you got your anime fetishes. One of them is which is the French maid. So <laughs> when you're, uh, so this is this is the thing you do. You, but you control time, yeah. but not when you first start. Because when you first start, your your darn uh, vampire mistress sends you here, but uh, takes away your power to stop or control time. That's Wait, you fine. Have a, you have a vampire mistress? Is that what I heard? 
Yeah, because I'm a maid. I'm a maid for a castle. Oh, there's a mistress like she, mistress. Your, she's your employer. Get it? She's okay. my employer. Okay, not your right. not your thing. Not your not your piece on the side. That's not what you mean. No, no, not at all. Okay. But how I became this maid, I have no idea. How they talked me into it, you know. Apparently, I've got in the regular world, I've got powers to stop time. I guess which is fine because you're trying to clean up, and the the mistress is about to awaken from her, you know, her deathly slumber. You gotta stop the time so you can go clean up everything. The big mess you make. You've just been hanging out with a candlestick. No, that's not right. <laughs> that's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I was going to say, yeah, it's yeah. familiar that you're describing, but okay. Right. It's uh, very familiar. Yeah. So, Metroidvania. <laughs> <laughs> In this anime world, this anime <laughs> fantasy is actually pretty fun. Uh, the, the game mechanic is to uh, slow or stop time, and you are equipped with the daggers, uh, and which which really plays in well with the stopping time because you can spam those daggers when you're stalling or or stopping time. And then when you uh, resume time, those daggers will uh, find its target and make mincemeat out of those pandas with the rice farmer hats. <laughs> I don't know what's going my, on here. My understanding but- <laughs> is uh, from what I can tell from the, the, the f- footage here or from you playing yes. or whatever. Is this you, by the way? The, actually, this is not me. I okay. do have some footage of me, but I didn't, I didn't. It's totally fine. In time. Uh, my question is more about how the mechanic works. So if, when you slow down time, is it a meter and you can run out of like time juice? So you can Correct. only do so it for you're so looking, long? If you're looking at the screen now, there is a stopwatch in the middle of the screen. When you first start, you only get a little time piece that kind of slows down time. But the main mechanic is stopping the time uh, in that center piece. And it'll, it'll accrue over time uh, as you collect magic points. And it will maximize at your maximum uh, magic points. And so maybe you have like 120 magic points that you can you can fiddle with so every time you move that clock counts down quickly you you can see the 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 funny irony of this is you're stopping time but you only have a limited time that you can stop time get it correct so you've got your stopping time Uh but it's not an actual real time where it's not like each second equals a, a, a moment in time it's actually more like moves so this is really micro moves every time you take a step the clock in uh, it speeds up a little faster so that's it's an interesting time mechanic and i kind of dug it uh and i really like the gameplay the characters you're uh the enemies you're fighting seem to be they, they have their little repeating patterns like i was making a joke earlier about the pandas with the rice farmer hat and that's kind of just like a character that just kind of stands there and he's very predictable you can predict what he's going to do and you're just managing it as you go along and your exploration they'll get in the way you get them out of your way so you can move on to your boss fights which also have patterns but they're patterns that are pretty uh robust patterns and so you'll uh you'll get in there and you i i was usually losing the first time when I was playing against uh, against my boss battles, but then I would slowly learn, and then I would be able to beat them. Yeah, super cool. So yeah. it's real well balanced in the in the powers and uh, how you progress in this game. By the way, exploration, just like in Metroidvanias, uh, in order to unlock special abilities or you know or certain attributes, you have to you may see something and you're like, oh, I look over there, I can I can. I'll be able to double jump if I go get that, but I can't do that yet because first I've got to explore and find a way to be able to slide under 
this area. Yeah, that so, is some Metroidvania bullshit there. I'll tell you that. That is some Metroid. But if you like that, yeah, if you if like, you it, like it, yeah, yeah, you're good. It is good. I okay, love this. Like if your, you're a, your clock goes to a maximum of a hundred, as best I can tell, at least right now. Well, that's because the this car- this person who's playing it sucks, but uh, you can <laughs> oh, increase. Uh-huh. So, so the Metroidvania, uh, so that part where you can unlock, uh, you know, enhancements, you can actually enhance your magic points, your MP. So there are areas, so you can actually increase the amount of time uh, possible that you can that you can stall for. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, see, you know, you got your all your little anime fantasy stuff. You got your weird little flying cherub things. And does it even make sense? Of no. course not. They're a little Alice in Wonderland characters, aren't they? Those, those are? those yeah, like, that's the life. Like that's it. the life we're in right here. I can tell. You're right. Yeah. It, it's all about fetishes for anime kind of things like this. Unlike Americans who have fetish, you know, we have fetishes about, you know, killing things. Um, we also totally seen there's plenty of us that have much fetishes violence. about um, anime girls. There's plenty of that going on. I can tell you. Oh that. yes, plenty of it. Yeah. Plenty of it. Yeah. But I've really enjoyed this game so far. This is Team Ladybug and Playism. It is on the Xbox Game Pass. We already have access to that. Uh, it's available for download now. It takes about six hours to beat, so it's kind of short. It is uh, like I was saying about the game balance being really well for the fights. It's really well-balanced until a certain point you can accidentally or i guess purposefully uh get to a place where your character becomes very op and you're just like tearing through bosses so that's the balance is usually pretty good but every once in a while you'll end up getting a little ahead of the curve yeah and that's no good because then it kind of becomes boring because you can just enter a room and uh like there's there's like uh there's like where you can a whole bunch of knives at once there's like a, a, a power up for that and you'll end up just destroying the bosses all you gotta do is just walk in the room and just go spam you know daggers everywhere freeze time and then it's like and it sounds just, like fun kind of to be that op it, it is but that's that's kind of like the idea i think most of these games were all ba- most of the rest of the games this toho project which this is kind of like an offshoot were all bullet hell type games and that's kind of what that reminds me of is uh, like bullet hell with knives, mm. knives. Oh, I totally forgot to mention the save mechanics and how do you how you uh, regenerate health points and, and stuff. Oh, also forgot to mention some of the coolest parts of the game uh, that encourages you uh, to um, not just run into a room and stay back because you've got all you've got these ranged weapons you're mostly using. Uh, there's called grazing. So you can restore magic points and 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 health points uh, by getting closer to the enemy. If you get close to the enemy, then you'll graze off of their life force. Oh, and weird. so okay. so it encourages you to get in there and get close to the characters. Oh, uh, that's what you know, it reminds me of, like a racing game where you get uh, speed boost off coming having close calls. That's a good right. That's yeah. a, that's a good comparison. So. The, they they really thought about how the game plays, and I really I really would like to suggest if you haven't played it already, Toho Luna Nights, especially if you're in the Metroidvania. If you hate Metroidvania, you're gonna hate this. Yeah, it's just Metroidvania. Oh, it sounds it sounds and looks like it for sure. Well, Vanied. Let me take you something a little uh, a little strange to be recommending, but I am going to despite the fact that I think it's overpriced at the moment. Oh, my. Yeah. Overpriced. So a while back, you may remember uh, 
Ubisoft announced a game called Starlink Battle for Atlas. And the big point of it or the the big push with it was, hey, the Nintendo version will come with playable Star Fox, which was a way of them saying, hey, we kind of made our own Star Fox here. And guess what? Nintendo thinks it's cool. So they're putting their character in here. But also it was like the toys to life category. They were trying to make a, you know, a little add on that was like a ship. You put it on top of your controller or your switch. And now you've got this ship that you're using. And when you change out weapons, you physically change them from the wing to the other wing or whatever and do it in real time. And the game would recognize it, blah, blah, blah. They were kind of going off of that. Recognize game. The Amiibo slash, uh, actually the closer comparison is Activision's, uh, what was it called? It's gone now, I think. Um, ah, uh, shit. What was the game uh, the Activision now with the toys and you put the toy on the little disc and it would know that that's the Oh, yeah. Um, Sky... Skylanders. That's it. Sky, Skylanders. Skylander, that's it. That's Skyland? it. Skylanders, Skylanders, I believe. That's it. Was an like S. That. Anyway. Um, I had that. Oh, did you? You had Skylanders? Yeah. Oh, how was it? Did yeah. Did you enjoy it at the time? Or I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Well... If it's called Skylanders. Yeah, it's called Skylanders. You had like a little, little platform. Lego had one too, I believe. Oh, did uh, Lego have a thing? Little, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You put your little, you know, you put your little. Basically, it was you know, like the Mies and stuff, or the yeah, yeah, Amiibos. Amiibos, basically. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Originally, this category looked like it was going to be a lucrative, hot new thing because Skylanders had done well. Uh, Disney had their Disney Infinity, was it called? Yeah. Yeah. And also for failed a while, for a while. They were like, "Yeah, dude, well, this is going to be a big thing." And so, latecomer Ubisoft's like, well, "We're going to do it too with the ship deal," and. Anyway, what ended up happening is probably known to most people. Skylanders went uh, Disney Infinity. Uh, Disney pulled the plug on completely. In fact, really screwed people here locally because they were. But it did so good for a while. It did. It was doing fine. And it was still by the end. We know people that work there because they're here in Salt Lake City, that division. Right, right. And they said things were going great. And they don't know why the whole thing got scrapped. Uh, But it did. And all those guys lost their jobs. That whole Disney Interactive Studio shut down here in Salt Lake. And that was was a bummer. Anyway, the point is. Uh, Ubisoft's like, well, we're still doing it. We're making one, and they did. And you could buy <laughs> it with us. You could do. It, you could buy it with or without the dumb toy. Thankfully, the game exists on all platforms without the need for the toy. The toy is still possible, and I guess a thing you could do if you wanted. But you don't really need to. Uh, the weapon switching stuff is now just built, baked into the menu, so you can just do whatever you need to do there. Um, one very impressive thing about it is the in-engine cutscenes are really good, like high-end, mm-hmm. like I'd watch a TV show based on this kind of good. Um, it's like a weird, almost Saturday morning cartoon. I can totally see that vibe to the story. And, uh, the graphics are really nice. The planets are sort of no man's sky looking, lots of color, weird creatures, strange growths, you know, weird mountains and trees and stuff. And uh, at the end of it all, though, it is kind of a Star, a Star Fox game. Um, you mm-hmm. do fighting and dogfight stuff in space, but you also go down to the planet's surface and do similar stuff, almost like a speeder. Your ship turns into a speeder. Yeah, and you do a barrel roll. Yeah, you do a barrel roll. And you're yeah. and you're running errands and you're doing missions and you're like, oh, we got to go mine some hoo-ha. And you do that and you get you better stuff and you upgrade your stuff. <laughs> it's what you think it is. It's an it's, it, Literally, it's an open world Ubisoft game set sort of in space, I guess. Right. And so how turns, much, uh, how much, how many space points do you get for hoo-ha? Uh, you got 2.5 for each hoo-ha involved. Nice. Yeah. Here's the thing. 60 bucks. 
Not worth it. Do not pay that price. I can't believe there's no still one's ever that. bought this game for 60 bucks. It's someone has. And I feel bad. For Every them. time I've ever been to GameStop or Target or any place and seen this stupid thing, it's always like 15, 20 dollars. Well, it goes on sale all the time. And that's where I that's when I got it. I got it for 15 bucks right. a, a week and a half ago. And I'm glad I did, because while I think it's absolutely worth the 15, it's not worth 60. I would say this thing's right. worth 30. And I'd be willing to pay that if that was its like full retail price. Sixty is ridiculous. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you would think the toys would be the the place where they make their money. So you think they'd practically give the core game away, you'd right? Think, I mean, but it turns out the goes? other way. Nobody gives two shits about that toy. And because Wait, did, of you, that, did you play with the toy? No, I'm not going near the toy. Are you <gasps> kidding me? I am not having like a toy sitting on top of my 360 controller. Are you kidding? Or my uh, Xbox a- One? That's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> It's very stupid. I, the toy thing died for a reason. Nobody that did not take off because it sucks, or it hit its cap. It hit its ceiling of like potential, and I doubt very highly one that we see this come back in any meaningful way. But I like the combat. It's fun. It's pretty. Um, maybe a little repetitive, but again, for fifteen, it's, it doesn't feel too bad. And I also like what the movie if you soft- can plug the toy in to the USB port of your controller and then it would like make noises. No, still, still no. That's only fun for the first time. And even then I would argue that it's not that fun. What if the, what if it had like a fan that blew in your face while you were playing? Um, I would and like little spritz, you know, it's like whenever you like go through like a water area, I would be, would you then? I don't think, I think I'm still, Uninterested. So my USB fan idea would not. Fly. No, it's not going to work, dude. All not right. for me. I mean, I, I somebody somewhere is stoked about that toy. I'm guessing he's six, and uh, it's he'll, me. He'll it's quickly me. Be I'm stoked it. about the toy. He'll be. I wouldn't it. get this game without the toy. I would at least have to play at least five minutes with the toy before I even think about playing this game. I think you could do that. You could play for five, and then you would go, "Oh, this is dumb. Not worth." all the money I spent for the toy because <laughs> you're just say what I really want is a good video game. Like it's just gimmicky as hell. I like right. the game though. The game that's inside of it. Pretty good. There's some aspects of it that remind me of descent. In fact, the stuff we're looking at right now is very descenty. You go inside structures and kind of, Oh yeah, this is find very stuff. descent. Um, did but you then, play VR descent? Did you play that? Uh, I never did. Did you? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. No, you played oh, mixed reality on that, didn't you? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It was mixed reality. Yeah, that's for la- which is VR. That's for la- ladybugs. I don't know what that means, but yeah, for ladybugs. Full of bugs. Uh, so, if you find it for on sale, if you find it for 15, total easy recommendation. It's a cool right. game. Uh, 60. Uh, F that. F that. <laughs> no, so ain't. tell your kid. So kids, if you're listening, yeah. Tell your parents f that. Yeah, f that, and if don't ask for the full spelling. Yeah, I mean way, you should you should definitely describe it just like that. If you have a birthday or Christmas coming up, you should say, "I want the Starlink thing, but for only fifteen. Yeah, if it's sixty, f, f that. that mom, f that mom. Yeah, f, f that. that. Take that mom. Yeah. Uh, April thirtieth, twenty nineteen is when it came out, so it's only been you know a year and a half, and uh, yeah, don't get now with Starlink. Battle for Atlas, the full release title, or was it originally called just Starlink? Uh, I thought it was always Battle for Atlas, wasn't it? You, you're probably right. I was just asking. I don't know. Sure. Actually, I don't know. The PC version came later. I can say that because it, it first right. launched on consoles and on uh, 
on Switch, which I guess is a console. <laughs> which is, I suppose, yeah. also a console as well. Fine. So, so there it is. It's uh, worthy of your $15. Not it, your but you're right. It does have a very... Uh, the the planet stuff really looks like uh, uh, the No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Yeah, no yep. Man's Sky. Yeah, which is a good look. It's a nice. Yeah, look. it's a good look. Lots of bright pinks and oranges and and stuff. And I, like I said, the combat feels nice. Like it's it's it delivers on what it you know. Yeah. What's there, and it feels like a you know it's a well polished experience. I just I think some of it. I, here's my guess. This would have been a way cooler property. If there wasn't a toy to worry about in the process, in other words, like right. whenever there's a gimmick involved, like a company feels like, well, we got to have Wii Motion Plus use for the Wii game we're making. It's like sometimes that gets in the way of just innovating in the game itself. Like just make a good game. Forget about the damn gimmick you want to play with. And I'm sure right. Nintendo or not Nintendo, um, Ubisoft pressured these devs to. We'll make sure the toys involved. Get that toy involved. We gotta get. We gotta be, get a part of that pie. We gotta get in there. That's how it feels, anyway. Anyway, right. so there's the game. It's cool. Uh, I think worth your time. Let us know if you try it. Brian, tell me about Slash Quest. Oh, I'm gonna tell you about Slash Quest because I still have a few more days left on my Apple Arcade before it expires. Is this the game where uh, you go, man? My I don't have. I have a band. We have drummer, singer, and bassist. I don't have a guitarist. We better go on a Slash Quest. We better go on a Slash Quest. Absolutely not. What this is is a independent game that was a, a Green Pillow and Noodle Cake uh, games. Uh, Green Pillow, I believe, was the original developer. It was based. It was a. It's an adventure game that was originally created uh, to be a two-button game. So the controls were to only encompass two buttons. And this game did just that very smartly. Uh, you have one button, or in this case, Apple has, uh, Apple and Noodle Cake has, has, okay, so there's a little bit of history here. I don't want to get too, I'm trying, I'm trying not to tell. I don't want you to part spoil of the story. it. Yeah, you're spoil it. I don't want to tell part of the story if we get to the other part of the story. Okay, this game, like I said, originally was looked different. It's not even the same graphics. Right now, we're looking at like a Rebecca Sugar, uh, Steven Universe kind of graphics. Originally, their graphics were similar to this, but not exactly like this. So this is actually a second release. And if you look up slash quest, you will find that uh, there are two different versions. One version, which is free, which you can get on itch.io, I believe. It's not free. You can pay your own price for it. And it's basically the same idea. You have a talking sword, and uh, and you're in this adventure world where the queen has been uh, either abducted or ran out of town uh, by the wild folk. And this this sword has has found its way to a peasant, which you are. You're known as a sheep. Because you never talk, the sword does all the talking. Okay. And what happens with the sword is you go about the kingdom or the queendom, uh, and you uh, you you attack or destroy these wildlings, and your sword grows mm. and it gets longer. So the way you uh, navigate, <laughs> uh-huh. essentially, the way I'm you not, navigate, I'm not saying essentially, anything. I'm just saying it sounded a little dirty the way you said it, but it's fine. It, it does sound a little dirty. Yeah. But it is supposed it's, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, so yeah, what you're supposed to do is you're you're going through uh, the queendom to try to try to figure out what's going on, and uh, you'll you'll spin around. So you've got you can use uh, you can use you can assign it to your controller. I did this all through the controller. Um, 
You can assign different keys to allow you to rotate left or right. But then based on that, you have a forward motion. So you just, the other button is, uh, mine's mapped to A on Xbox 360 controller. And you, that gives you forward motion. Okay. So based on those mechanics of swinging left or right, and then using, uh, you know, a, a forward energy, you navigate uh, through this world and complete uh, like puzzles somewhat. Cause you, you'll like, you're right. Like you're watching me right now. This is me playing. Oh, this is you. Uh, okay. This is me playing. Uh, you'll have like, you can pick up bombs with your sword and sometimes they're out of reach and you have to, you have to go and attack. Uh, you have to attack the, the beast and, uh, and increase your sword length so that you can reach them mm-hmm. so that you can complete in certain, a certain area. Okay. So this is actually, is a very simple game and it would be very it'd be very easy to just dismiss the game because it's a very mobile game you know it's just very easy just very simple but i actually hung out a lot in this game i played this game a lot just trying to master the movement because it is an unconventional uh movement that you use in this game and it's kind of hard to describe until you've actually played it Okay. I mean, it's kind of almost like you would like a race game, maybe, okay. you know, kind of like you have, you have your acceleration and then you steer left and right. But by steering, you're actually able to spin yourself around with the sword so that you can chop or stab. Sometimes you can also do that. Uh, oh, so yeah, look at that. I love yeah, the look at this. The look is cool. Like I said, this is very Rebecca sugar, uh, Steven universe kind of look. Yeah. Um, you have trails in your sword, which are very satisfying. Visually, this is one of the most satisfying mobile games I've played in a while uh, because you get you can upgrade your sword or you, it doesn't really give it any upgrade, but it does add an element of, of aesthetic to uh, have like a rainbow trail on your sword. So when you swing around, there's like a, a rainbow effect behind it. And then you can also do a bubble effect or you can do this smoke effect, but it's really cool. Right now, what you're looking at is I've headed back to camp. And at camp, as you go along through the different levels, you'll meet uh, people for your camp, such as, you know, someone, there's, there's, a, there's a blacksmith who will take care of your sword for you and give you upgrades there. There's a quest giver. I think it's who she's talking to now. Yep. Uh, he'll give you challenges that will allow you to unlock new, uh, new powers for your sword or your, or your sheep. Uh, there's also, uh, let's see, there's, there's a marketplace for, for – for buying things like the the trails I was talking about, uh, so like I said, it's a very simple game. Right now, I'm playing what what is a challenge. <laughs> I'm failing miserably. You see how short my sword is? Yeah, oh yeah. See how embarrassingly short that sword is? Yeah, I've seen, I've heard that about you before. Yeah, yes, it's embarrassing. So what happens is with this sword, you'll oh, there's the cook too. By the way, he's a freak. By the way, all the dialogue in this is a lot of fun and silly and just over the top. And the sword is is kind of a a wise guy. I kind of like this him. with a controller yet because uh, that would this be is cool. why I did controller the whole time. Oh, you did controller. <sighs> yeah, I did nothing but controller. I feel like I want, I don't prefer that. That seems like I want that. Instead you got, I, I like the controller a lot better Yeah. Uh, than, than doing it with the keyboard. But like I said, this is two buttons essentially. Yeah. I mean, that was the idea. The original really sticks to the two button idea. This, I think you use, can use three buttons if you wanted to. Essentially, you can use your left analog stick if you're using something like a 360 controller. Yeah. And you can just rotate in whichever direction you want. And then you have to use the the A button to, to create the momentum to actually do it. Okay. So 
So Slash Quest, like I said, it is it's it's very slow in its progression to difficulty, yeah. which is good because in order to master the movement, it takes a while. Mm. So when you first start, you may be thinking, oh, these are all very simple tasks I'm doing that are kind of you know repetitive and silly. And you'll probably just notice that it's ran into us to a rock and you think, oh, big deal. That's no big deal. But every time you run into a stone or a rock, your sword shrinks back down. So if you need to make your sword a certain length <laughs> and you've been increasing the length of the sword, but then you run into a rock, which is really easy to do because the navigation, because the control, then you go, oh, son of a crap. <laughs> and, you know, and so you have to, you have to go back and increase your sword. So it's, it's, it's an interesting game slash quest It's on the Apple arcade. Now uh, you can play it on your iPad, you play it on your iOS and you can play it on. on It'll probably on, end up somewhere else, although it won't end up on Android because those are the deals they make with Apple. Yeah, okay, that's the but. deals they make. But if you want to play the game on a PC, you can play the original Slash Quest, which is very similar to this, but the runtime's a little shorter. Not as much story. There's a lot of story on this one, by the way. Yeah, uh, there's not as much story, but the same gaming mechanics okay. are available. Seems, and, uh, seems cool. I like the look of it. I I've in, I've enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a very interesting uh, game. So uh, name your own price, like I said, is is the way to do on itch.io. I think it's I think it is something like uh, greenpillow.itch.io or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but well, just search it. You'll find it. You'll find it. You'll use find the, it. Use the damn internet. It's a me Hey, that means it's time for Guess My Game, where Brian and I play a clip from a game that's old and try to guess what each other's game is. Wait, old? I've been doing new ones. Are you doing new? Well, mine's kind of new-ish. Not really new. Mine's old as dirt. (laughs) Mine's Mine was suggested by the Crypt Keeper. It's old. Whoa, whoa, that is old. All right, well, I'm going to play mine first. This is 2004, so not horribly old, but I guess 15, 14, 16 years ago, whatever that is. 16 years ago. Anyway, here it is. See if you can figure it out. Enjoy. We're moving again. They just transmitted a safe route through the minefield. That minefield's offering better odds than you're going to get taking me to Butcher Bay. You think Hoxie's memory is that short? Russ, bitch, you're welcome to Butcher Bay. Is this a game or a movie? It's a game. <laughs> well, I definitely recognized uh, Vin Diesel. Did you? Good call. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Butcher Bay is, is isn't that Riddick? You are close enough. Chronicles of Riddick: The Escape yeah. from or, or Escape from Butcher Bay. Is there the you go. Game. And I had to cut out some stuff where he actually called him Riddick because it would have been a giveaway. At the time, that game wouldn't run on my PC because it was so <laughs> hardcore. It was so <laughs> heavy duty new graphics stuff that it just wouldn't run. Nowadays, it's stupid looking, but. Uh, yeah, it was a very, very good game. And um, I want to say some really big people came out of that. Uh, of Riddick. I'm going to find this real quick. Butcher oh Bay, gosh. because you have all played games since then by people that came out of that group. Uh, there it is. Let's look at the Wikipedia article. Um, all right. So this was Vivendi Universal Games a long time ago. They're no longer in games at all, but it was Starbreeze Studios. And you know them from games such as Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, okay. Uh, Payday 2. Uh, the Chronicles oh, yeah. of Rid- Riddick one I mentioned. Uh, Knights of the Temple, Infernal Crusade, Enclave. Let's see, they're doing... Um, I did play Enclave. 
they did that horrible overkills or the they they did the license for that walking dead game it was real bad not not the uh, not telltale the telltale one, one but, but yeah, the, other the other one, one. um and they've done a bunch of other stuff there's some people that worked on uh golden eye people that worked on the splinter cell series people that went on to do all sorts of stuff they're like one of those studios that just spawned out like a ton of uh mm-hmm. a great development on different kinds of games so um Rockstar I, games. I miss this. I never played it. I kind of want to know. Is it on good old games? How did you how did you get to take a look uh, this, at it? I just found it because I was looking for games from 04. Gotcha. I don't know why I was into it, but you right. can probably get this everywhere. I mean, let's see. Let's just do a quick search on Steam. It's probably Chronicles on Steam. 2004 is recent enough. Steam. Uh, yeah, there's older stuff on there. Yeah, there it is. Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark... No, that's not it. <laughs> where, where the hell is it? The Chronicles of Riddick... No, it's not assault. It's escape. Escape from Butcher Bay. Bay. Here we go. Uh, That is available on. Come on. It's got to be on Steam. Oh, yeah. There it is. So let's go ahead. Uh, Butcher Bay on Steam. Be nice to be able. Oh, it's not there anymore. It used to be. It's not there now. So I don't know where the hell you get it now. Oh, probably good old games. And if it's if it's left there, that's probably the your best bet. Yep. Anyway, man, I, I know nothing about Butcher's Bay, but I do know it's always it's always something that's mentioned in stuff like pirate stories. I wonder what the origin is because I don't know because I feel ashamed. I know they mention it in that's Botany Bay they oh, talk about in Botany Star Trek, right? Bay. Botany Bay. Yeah, maybe there's like an old pirate movie or something that's sort of like I'm ah. sure there's some. I'm sure it's some literary source that, that I, I should. I should. All know the old scoundrels are in the bay. Yarr. Right. Okay, Brian, I'm going to play your clip. Let's see if I can figure it out. Here goes. This is old as dirt. Yeah, it is. The year is 1989. 89. Jeez. Jeez. That's the loudest ring noise. It's crazy. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Uh, it's so annoying. Um, s- hold on. Blue Sky Software. Remember those guys? Yeah. PC? Uh, yes, it was in DOS. And also the Commodore 64. Is this Alone in the Dark? No, maybe you received a copy of this when you ordered your pizza. Oh, it's that avoid the Noid game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! God, that was some annoying. That was so loud. It was really loud. Those are so annoying. <laughs> yeah, sound design in '89. Uh, not sure. Not right. sure it was up to oh that. my god, you wanted to avoid this game. Avoid the Noid. Mm. Yeah, tie-in uh, food games. We talked about it last yeah. week as we did or two weeks ago. And we talked about the Seven Up game Splat. and the King game for yeah. Burger King and stuff. This was one of those, and uh, I remember <laughs> at the time even people just going, "That's a bad video game. Do not buy that game." You do not get that. Did, yeah. did you buy it? I thought it just came with something. I thought you. I thought you had <laughs> I didn't to know you could actually you purchase could, it. Maybe you could buy it, but maybe you're right. Maybe you just ordered a pizza and they gave you a. Cover. Right. I, it, I would assume it probably came in like a mag, like the Commodore 64 magazine or something like. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be a code. Disc. This is 89. This has been like a. Yeah, it's like, been a, like floppy a floppy disk, disk or, something. or something. Oh my gosh, dude! Wait, yeah. Commodore. 
Those are yeah, tapes. come on, sixty four. Yeah. yeah, but sixty four didn't have discs that tapes. Oh yes, it did. It had a big old floppy drive. It had both. Did it? Yeah, I had a tape drive originally. Oh my gosh, that's, that's really right. Old. You put your old. You could put your cassette tape in there and just go ahead and record some beeps and boops. When you said old as dirt, you were not kidding around. I was not joking, brother. Nope. Well, thankfully, you didn't. I don't know what that means. All right, check it out. We're gonna do an email we got from a listener at boopshow at gmail.com. This is from Vincent, who says, Greetings and good day, Scoot and Boot. I'm currently standing in the aisle of a Target, thrilled to be buying the first Switch I've seen in stock this year. Yes. Uh, this, this is not the newest email, but that's why I'm sure he has it by now. But anyway, well, that's says, okay. Yeah, they, they've recently started showing back up in stock, so this is very timely. It actually. is timely. It says, My five-year-old son absolutely loves Mario, and he's a rather skilled gamer. We have a 13-year-old daughter as well, also a gamer, and I'm curious which Mario games you'd recommend. I'm definitely picking up Mario Kart Deluxe. Uh, little man loves racing games and playing the mobile version constantly. I'm leaning towards Paper Mario Origami King, but if you guys have good recommendations for an RPG-style Mario game that we can play together, that would be amazing. I've been listening to you since ELR days, and please, for the love of God, keep the content flowing. Cheers, yeah. Vincent. I believe that's Vincent Minucci. He's a cool dude. Oh. Anyway, so uh, if you want the... You want a Mario RPG experience? Right now, your best chance at that is Super Mario RPG, which is part of the SNES collection that's on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you pay the three bucks a month or whatever for their service, you get that game. That game just in there, and it holds up. It is a very good RPG Mario. Game. It really is. I've considered yeah. playing it on Thursdays. Throwbacks. I think it's 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 kind of amazing. Really, it's really good. The reason I would say that over Paper Mario Origami King is that not that that game's not great. It is. I really like it, but it's not an RPG. It's more of an right. adventure game with RPG like uh, combat. Other than that, there's no leveling. There's no XP that you know the things that normally make up an RPG it's not there but it's a really fun adventure so you might enjoy that as well but if you're not playing like the proper mainline game Super Mario Odyssey you're doing your kids a disservice they need to play that game it's fan freaking tastic yeah it's it's, one of my it, it is favorite it was the first game I had on this on that one right yeah close to it's it I had Zelda had. first I had Breath of the Wild first and then I think that may have been my second um, right. Well, and it's hard not to. It's hard not to also be tempted by that uh, that Mario three pack collection from uh, Sunshine and everything else they just oh, yeah. brought to the Switch. Especially if your kids have never played any of that. Like you're the perfect yeah. uh, perfect person for that to get. Although Vincent, a reminder that thing gets pulled in March. So if you're going to do that, yeah. you got to do it soon. Kind of wish it was closer to like thirty nine, forty bucks. That thing being sixty. It is if you. Uh, I think I saw it for forty bucks at Walmart recently. Oh, like a they, physical uh, version. That's interesting. Yeah, and uh, of course they they also have the uh, Animal Crossing uh, Switch back in stock now, which is good if you want some one of the uh, later generations of of the Switch. Interesting. Let's see. What you trying to see what stock is right now at somewhere like Amazon because they were sold out for a long time, and people expected it when you create this kind of. Like artificial scarcity, it's going to be tricky to get stuff. Actually. They're going to put it in the Disney vault. Well, here it is, 3D All Stars. <laughs> That's basically what they're doing. It's irritating. Yeah. Now it's still sixty bucks on Amazon, but it is showing as in stock. Wait, is it in stock? Wait, are you in stock or not? Oh yeah, it says it's in stock. So click order now. Order now for sixty freaking dollars. That's just high. I don't know. It's three games. Yeah, that's I, a, I guess that's good, but come on, come on. Yeah, it is, but I mean, you've already played it. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, you've already played. I would rather, if you were asking me which is the better value, that for 60 or Odyssey for 60. What's in a galaxy, sunshine, and... And 64. Yeah, 64, that's right. For me, it would be... I mean, those are all great games. Don't get me wrong. But I think I still think Odyssey is the better value for the money. That's right. what I would do. Uh, thank you, Vincent. If you have an email like Vincent's you need to send to us, quit sitting on your butt and do it. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. Our uh, website is frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You can find us on Twitter at boopshow. You can find me at Scott Johnson. You can find Brian at the Brian Dunaway. Brian, is there anything you'd like to say to the fine people before we go today? Uh, let's see. Let's talk about uh, Thursdays. What am I going to play now that Legend of Zelda links Oh, yeah. Awakening. What are you going to do now? I've woke the wind fish. What now? Yeah. What yeah. now, what say will, thee? What will it be? I think you should play Super Mario RPG. That's what you should I've do. actually thought about that. That's actually a really good suggestion as well as I've rehooked up my Sega Genesis 16-bit yeah. Micro console. Yeah, yeah. Hook yeah. that up. Yeah, get your micro we'll see. console all hooked up. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, that'll be soon. So watch for that. That'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam.